0: You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Pacers podcast. My name is Adam Friedman, as always, I the this wonderful podcast. And because he just couldn't get enough of me, join me on the other line for a second time in as many days. Mr. Tony's from Forbes.com and Westside
1: Indianapolis News. Tony, are you doing better than the Pacers? <laughs> I think everyone's doing better than the Pacers. I mean, wh- what a what a horrible day. What a horrible, like, like, if you could envision the worst possible day that didn't involve someone just automatically being announced as out for the season for the Pacers, I mean, this was, this was pretty close <laughs> to, to what the worst day would look like.
0: Am I wrong that it kind of felt like the final nail in the coffin? I did not feel that way, no. Okay, well, what will look at the news. What's that just, that's, what we're talking about so obviously miles turner was announced out indefinitely with a partial tear of the planter plate in his right big toe don't know what that really means but it sounds painful and um <laughs> we don't have any timeline on that obviously they're about with up in the season could be up to six if they make the playoffs and end up winning a couple playing games but that's not a good sign right now um you had some injuries today goga left today's spurs game with an ankle sprain i think same with mcdermott it was getting it retaped. Um, Sabonis didn't play with a back, and Lamb also had an injury, right? I'm, I'm going through a whole list. Lamb had a had a knee injury and didn't play
1: tonight as well, right? Yes, Lamb was out. Sabonis was out with a back injury. Yeah, Turner had this injury that you brought up. Uh, McDermott left the game. Goga left the game. Uh Yeah, Warren. Oh, injured car got thrown out of the game. But the car got thrown out of the game. Yeah, we'll talk about all that. But I think the focus should be on Turner because. His injury is a big deal. It was announced right before the game. Like Adam said, he he's a partial tear of his plantar plate. I love this phrasing. In the great toe of his right foot. I... I'm assuming that is the big toe, but I'm I'm imagining Miles Turner picking like his favorite toe. Is on that the, because like, technically your your second toe
0: could be like longer than your big toe? So uh, maybe not that's it. it. Your big toe. I'm picturing
1: Miles Turner on a gurney, like, oh, that's my favorite toe. And they're like, okay, we'll put great toe in the press release or something like that.
0: That's painful, though. I assume. I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but it sounds painful.
1: I googled this injury. Blake Griffin had it in the playoffs in 2017. They lost in the first round anyway. Or I. Don't know if they lost in the first. He game.
0: ended up not playing, right? Not they got eliminated
1: game. in the series. He got hurt in, and he never returned. Correct, but that was like a weak thing. He ended up having surgery. I googled it, and so I don't, I can't, I don't want to use Google to to estimate any sort of return timeline or anything like that. But, but what I can gather uh, is if he chooses surgery, his season's over. If it's not a surgery requirement thing, and he just like a pain management thing at some point, maybe he could return this year. I don't know. But huge blow. He's out indefinitely. Björkrin says he doesn't know a timeline on him this year. I asked him before the game if it's something that will keep him out for the rest of the season. Uh, And he said he's not sure at this time. And I think they're going to do more testing today. You're listening Tuesday. Tuesday today. So we might get more info today. But um, certainly if they're doing A, more testing, and B, it could be something that requires surgery, not a good thing. And feet, feet, foot, whatever, injuries – Typically bad. So yeah. yeah, definitely not good for the Pacers.
0: Yeah. Remember, Mouth is a 6'11, what 250 dude? I mean, feet are really important to a guy that size. Um, and yeah, you don't want him even coming back with like a try to play through a certain kind of pain because it then can lead to knee issues and ankle issues and like you know, right as a ripple effect across the body. Um
1: there's a reason guys usually go on the safe side with foot injuries.
0: Yeah, I guess the one positive from it is it doesn't seem like it's going, even as required surgery, going to be like threatening his next season, right? I don't think this is no, like a, no. there's not like a 12-month injury or anything like that. It's just a painful thing that you have to kind of figure out how to deal with. Um, so that, that's least the encouraging sign. I, I guess I would lean towards shutting him down if it's, I mean, it's like really not that, you know, it's really manageable pain. I'm just not sure it's worth trying to just throw them out there, but I don't. Yeah.
1: At this point, you're locked
0: into that spot. And yeah,
1: exactly. They're not going to make a run today. Uh, The wizards won today. The Pacers lost today. I mean, they keep getting separated from any hope of getting out of the plan. I think you shut him down. I understand. Maybe if Goga's hurt, you don't. And like, We talked about this yesterday, right? There should be a tiny bit of favorment towards younger players for the rest of the season anyway. And Miles Turner is a younger player, right? He should be a guy they're trying to put some emphasis on seeing who he fits really well with seeing what he can still do and grow and develop into under Nate Bjorkman in his first year as that coach that said, you know, I understand also that they're pretty much locked into nine. This is a foot thing. It could be really awful. I can see the value definitely of shutting him down for the year and, and making sure that it doesn't get worse and that he can be healthy for next year. uh, I think that is a noble choice as well. Yeah.
0: I guess even if Goga is her sort, I obviously you don't have a a center you could play, but I, I just don't think it's worth risking it for Turner. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's worth it. Um, Short-term,
1: their defense has taken a huge hit, right? Yeah,
0: I was going to say, do you think they give up 130 points a game?
1: <laughs> well, ironically, their first game without them, they only gave up 109. Their, their defense actually truly wasn't awful against the Spurs. No, their offense is
0: terrible, but that's Their offense, offense
1: was terrible tonight. I mean, oh, terrible is not even nice.
0: All right, you want, you, want, you want to do that? You want to take a break and talk about... No, no, no.
1: We got to talk a little more about the Turner injury.
0: I mean, we, okay. What else you got? (laughs) I
1: think, well, I think that's the big thing is the, the on-court ripple effect is their defense is going to take a huge hit. Sabonis has done a little better. I think of late on defense when he's in the game, especially because he's been playing more as the lone center with Turner out prior to the Hawks game. Um, And then offensively, you know, they they do better with the solo center stuff. I think the biggest benefit if his injury isn't long-term though, is that, you know, while he's out, it's more time to give Goga big minutes, uh, which, he is really a young guy in his second year. See what you got with him. See how he fits in bureaucratic system. See how he fits with various guys. So, well, the defense is obviously going to take a huge hit. And honestly, if he's out for the rest of the season, this could kill Turner's all-defensive team chances, which sucks for him because he's been amazing this year. But the benefits uh, come in the form of seeing more Goga, but obviously the hit to the team is massive. And it, it's, it's if he's out for the year, it's a really killer. But I don't want to speculate on that. I don't know. I just I feel like foot things.
0: All right, I think we should uh, move on though from the Turner conversation. And let's do this. Let's take one quick break and then we will break down the Pacers lost the Spurs and discuss that, I guess, wonderful game, as we say in quotations. Um, but first, today's Locked On Pacers podcast is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for the sports fan. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Tony, and I've been hosting locker rooms from the lockdown Pacers or his feed for the past month. I think he'll be doing this week's show. You can join him. I don't know what day he's going to do it, but you can check out his, his Twitter feed at Tony East or at TSMV. i sorry. And he can give you the conversation. You can listen to that. Uh, in locker room is the perfect place to start joining the conversation about the league. Uh, you'll find fans just like you in locker room for watch parties, debates, post game, break. And of course, ragged to the biggest news and rumors. You have all, You will have a chance to chat with me and even some of the featured other locked on hosts throughout locker room conversations. And right now download the locker room app, which is currently available. I was supposed to be and make sure to create a profile link to your Twitter and you can join the latest competition, the NBA, NHL, whatever sport is going on. You can follow me at lock our podcast at locked-on pages on locker room. And you won't want to miss when we talk about stuff. So check out, uh, you can check out our Twitter feed, lock the page to see when we'll be at Locker Room next. Locker Room changed the way we talk about sports, and we're also brought to you by RockAuto.com, a family business serving auto part customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now for all the auto and body parts of hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need: from engine control modules, brake pads, the tail lamps, motor and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic or daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and easy to navigate. We quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and choose the brand, specification, and price that you prefer. Best of all, price at rockauto.com right below and always the same professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On" L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And they had to hear about this box that they know that we sent you. Main selection, by below prices, all the parts a car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Pacers lost to the Spurs 109 to 94. Probably the worst offensive output I've seen from this team this season. They had a fourth oh, quarter ca- kind of save it, but they had 66 points through three quarters.
1: Yeah, it was their worst shooting percentage of the season by like 4 or 5%. They ended up 34 for 104. That's 32.7%. Yeah. Uh that would be their third worst shooting game since the start of 2018. So really awful. Uh, from everywhere. They couldn't make free throws. They couldn't make threes. They couldn't make shots. It was, I mean, there were a ton of guys out. We'll get to all that. It was their worst offensive performance, like you said, of the season. And yet, Adam, this game was the script that we've seen a million times. From the start of the second quarter to the end of the game, the Pacers and Spurs tied. They tied, okay? And, And in the first quarter, with five minutes and 24 seconds to go, it was 17-17 to 17 in this game, okay? And at the end of the first quarter, the Spurs were up 15. So once again, the Pacers play the other team dead even or better for 40, whatever that is.
0: Yeah, it was just the other 40
1: minutes. not 42 the minutes, they played as good or better than the Spurs, and for six minutes, they were just absolutely godforsakenly awful, and they lose. And you can't make up for that godforsakenly awful stretch when you don't shoot well and no one's playing well enough to get you out of it, and it's just the same SSDD with this team right now.
0: Yeah. Um, you know who was the only plus player that actually played real minutes with this team?
1: Um, Can I guess? Man, I don't know. Doug McDermott, maybe?
0: No, Sumner. His, his 23 minutes oh, there are plus two. Right? I think they pulled him first. Um,
1: he only played 20. Why is he only playing 23 and a half minutes? Whatever. Whatever.
0: Well, so I was going to say, so I think they pulled him first to bring Holiday in, and just and Holiday continues despite moving to the bench to be on a really like. Bad slump. I mean, what one one, more nine tonight, one seven three. Yeah. Uh, despite our proclamation, that did not solve their starting or their bench <laughs> problems or their starting problems. Obviously, when you fill one game is three, not
1: enough, but yes. you No,
0: but and what O'Shea Brissett kind of started in his place, I guess
1: you would say. He played yeah. very well, by the way.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, considering the, the circumstances for sure. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, this really, like, this was kind of a, a top down, pretty much terrible game. I mean, I guess you could say Karis Avert had the most okay of any player, and he was still only eight of 19, but everybody else it was two of sevens, one of sixes, five of 20 for Brockton, one of seven for Goga. Just I really, would say really bad offensive night.
1: were as good as karis maybe better.
0: Okay, remember when uh, you said O'Shea wasn't going to play minutes? Remember you telling me that?
1: What? Yeah, what I you didn't good? think he would, and then yeah. everybody got hurt at the same time. <laughs> I
0: know. He looks, he looks, uh, you know. Okay, I mean, I don't know. That's good. Yeah. It's good. He's earned a contract for
1: the rest of the season, most likely. We'll see in two days. Do you think he'll end up getting a, a, a deal to the team next year? or some, I mean, maybe, right? I mean, yeah, the Pacers should barter like hell to get it. I mean, what the hell else is he going to do? So, this game had every checked box of, like, the Pacers should suck. Okay, fifth game in seven nights. And they traveled between every single one of those games, by the way, to Houston from Indiana, then to Utah, then to, I can't do geography. Who did they play after Utah on Sunday? Atlanta. Atlanta then to Atlanta, then back home. So fifth game in seven nights, all travel. Brutal. Back to back with travel. Brutal. They had their starting center, power forward, and small forward, and backup shooting guard out with injuries. Brutal. They lost their starting center mid-game. They lost their backup best shooter mid-game. Uh, and their backup center got ejected. So, And they shot like every single external non like raw stats from the game thing was just like the worst it could possibly be. So like, yeah, they played like absolute trash in this game. Well, really for five minutes, but they played like garbage this game. And they, it, it, I kind of, am like, okay, you know, I kind of expect that (laughs) given who they had available, the two guys who should have done well, Brogdon and Levert played bad. And that is, I think the most critical thing of this game is the two guys you'd expect to step up. Didn't, but Every external factor on the planet was like, you're going to suck this game. And they did.
0: Yeah. They played like garbage the entire game. They played like hot garbage for five minutes. I mean, they, they actually even, played good
1: defense for uh, like three quarters.
0: No, but that five minute stretch wasn't, I mean, they still only made 34 shots on
1: 100. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they played good. I'm saying they played as good as the Spurs. Yes. One minutes and played like absolute hot trash for the five and couldn't make it up.
0: Yeah, you know this is the first game they won the offensive rebounding probably in God knows how
1: long. Yeah, that they actually, you know, what their best rebounding unit was randomly this game. So after Jakar got ejected uh, in the fourth quarter, third quarter, I don't remember exactly when that happened. Which what fourth he quarter. just he just got hot over some. him and a Patty
0: Bill is just I don't know. They got bumping.
1: They got hot for some. Yeah, I mean, it looked like normal like in game bumping, and then it got really heated really fast. Uh, whatever. We'll see if anything comes from that. Maybe a fine coming to car Sampson's way. Yeah. He didn't throw any punches. He's kind of shoved. Once he got ejected, I think it was the fourth quarter. Cause I remember looking at the clock. It was going, the fourth I guess quarter. It was I, 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 I was thinking, Oh, I guess they could play Goga the rest of the way. But then Goga turned out had this ankle injury that he suffered actually in the first quarter of this game. Bjorken said, and he was trying to play through it, but he couldn't anymore. So they had no center. So they had this full guard lineup in Malcolm Brogdon was guarding Jakob Purtle, And I guess defensive assignments is the best way to go off of it. Malcolm Brogdon's your center in that case. That group was rebounding really well. That was actually like their best rebounding unit of the night. And that helped them win the, the offensive rebound battle.
0: Yeah. I mean, were they really lost this, this game that was at the free throw line? I mean, they basically, in terms of overall shots, they only made two less than the Spurs. They shot, they made the same amount of threes. Uh, they had more, re- or they had, they had more offensive rebounds um turnovers they were slightly down i mean but not by enough but it was the free throw line where the first made 11 more markers took eight more overall attempts and that was kind of where this game was lost right take off 11 points it's a close game at the end of the game
1: 27 fouls is tied for the second most the pacers have had in a game this year they've had 27 or more fouls six times now they've lost four of those games two of their wins were the miracle overtime win in new orleans and the miracle overtime win against the timberwolves so yeah fouling a lot is bad and you have to go to overtime to make up for that they obviously couldn't make up for it today they missed a bunch of free throws yeah the three-point shooting was just hot garbage today and i attribute some of that to just being cold like justin holiday was one for seven and i would say five of those looks were great looks same with a lot of brogdon's looks but this is where not having Sabonis really hurts you don't have that connector to get you some of those open shots or the good screens right mcdermott only got up one three so they had really low quality looks compared to normal from deep as well and they missed all of them i mean they they, they really were, did
0: not play well. I mean, they're just not a good three-point shooting team, to be honest. Not at all. this season. I mean, this season they've been they they, they have the guys you think that can make them good, but there's I think they're middle of the pack in the league. They're 17th, and I yeah, it's not going to probably fall. What, a what bit. is
1: the overlap between when when McDermott was feeling it from deep and when Justin Holiday was not something from deep? Like one game, two games?
0: Like the first 12 games when they were killing that's, him, and then that the was
1: first it. First 10 games, and then like a brief moment after the trade deadline.
0: Well, that's if, that's what carried this team last year, right? Is they had those charges where like. Holiday and Durham were so good off the bench. And there was like every other night, one of them was stepping up to such a huge level that it was like carrying them for, you know, they had a West Coast road trip, but they well, one of those guys scored 20 points in all five games, I think.
1: They could shoot. And then they also had Brogdon hitting, uh, not Brogdon, I'm sorry. Turner was hitting league average from deep last year. TJ Warren hit 40% from deep last year, right? They got better shooting from a couple guys that are not shooting as well. Now they're getting more attempts from like Sabonis, who's not hitting very many. And McConnell's taking Yeah, Sabonis has been
0: terrible. I mean, it, it's, yeah, what, it's what, what, what is he at?
1: 30.2% that's terrible
0: okay it's been it's it been pushed away. i mean that's <laughs> the problem is that the, terrible no but the problem is this is his first year of taking a, a amount of like over what one attempt in the game that's
1: great take fewer
0: <laughs> well i guess my thought is he'll like, he'll slowly work his way up like next year he'll be 35 so you gotta kinda get through the one year i hope crap
1: i hope but yeah this, i mean i probably i will probably never talk about this game again from an analysis standpoint one because they shot just God awful. Like I tweeted in the middle of the game that it looked like they were shooting on those baskets they have at like Dicks that have like the plastic things <laughs> up the rim. Like they just couldn't make anything. Yeah. But yeah. also, like the rotation was just a joke compared to anything you'd ever expect. Like Oshae oh, Brissett started. Okay, that you know it was his, it's his last game on a ten day. Who knows if they'll sign him to a longer deal? I would guess yes. I don't know that though. Who knows there. Like Goga started at the same time as O'Shea. So Sabonis injury, we'll talk about this in the next segment, could be a factor in what we see going forward. But like Samson got ejected and McDermott had to come out from the game and Jeremy Landon play. Like all this stuff happening at the same time, I would guess does not happen again. So it just, even if Samson is just playing a full game, that, that changes the game ever so slightly. So yeah, uh, I will probably never talk about this game again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's take one more break, and then we're going to talk about kind of the impact of the ejections, Turner's injury, and some injuries, and just like where we want to see this roster and team going. Basically, through the last what we got, fifteen games. But first, today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to place all your sports action. Football and college basketball might be over have well, long over, but the NBA, NHL, MLB are in full swing, and BetOnline has you covered for those. Even things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV—they have real-time update odds and props on anything you could imagine. I placed a prop bet on my Cincinnati Reds to win the World Series at thirty-five to one. They've been pretty solid this year, so it might be a good bet. I also have one on the Utah Jazz in championship at like twenty to one. So. That's, you know, I'm a big fan of prop bets and bet online. It cover all that. They have news, scores, odds, and it's, and it's easy and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use mobile device today. You can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N bet online. your online sports book experts. Should the Pacers tank?
1: Why would my opinion have changed in one day? You know? <laughs> 24 hours. Well, they the major
0: injury would change that. No. Um, I guess the question now is,
1: and they won't. So us saying if they should or not, I mean,
0: no. I guess the question is, do you think that the turnary impacts them enough where they could miss the playoffs? That's probably better. They're only two. Now they're only two ahead of the Wizards, with fifteen left.
1: Yeah, definitely. That that's definitely a maybe. I mean, we'll see how the rest. Like, again, they they have a cake ass schedule outside of two games from now until like May sixth. But if there's no Sabonis,
0: no Turner, all of a sudden, I mean, all week, that's that.
1: Sabonis oh, is out for a long time. Yeah, I definitely predict them to not make the playoffs. I asked Bjorken about Sabonis after the game, and he said that that injury popped up this morning. They're not really sure what the deal is there, um, but I don't. It's
0: it's. I don't want to play because this team is terrible. I, oh it's... come on! No, I'm kidding. Um, it's probably
1: it. it It's probably because he's playing 36 minutes a night. If he misses a bunch of time, yeah, I don't think they'll make the playoffs.
0: Um, You know, Sponis is going to get hurt when he plays that many minutes, and he probably shouldn't be because you don't need to run a guy into the ground in the rest of the season. Right. a game where the condensed schedule is, you know, 72 games over five months, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, the sham season that they tried to squeeze in 72 games into for no reason. Anyway... That's just to make
0: our lives. We to do with so many podcasts and have so many game previews.
1: Oh, I don't care about that at all. I like podcasting. I just, no, the
0: game previews are killing me, man. The game weekly game previews. That's the worst. That's probably the worst part of it. Oh, team. doing four in one segment. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, it's yeah. housekeeping.
1: It, so if Sabonis is out for like oh, a while without Turner, yeah, they might be in some trouble because then they can't take advantage of the easy schedule. But like, I feel like they can still be a lot of these teams pretty easily. They should be able so,
0: to, but I, I guess if they're without the, those two guys, I mean, and are the small forward and they're already playing with like yeah, oh, yeah. the team that doesn't have any chemistry right now. It
1: starts to add up real fast. Right, I agree with all that. Uh So we'll see if they actually can make the playoffs now. Like the Bulls got a pretty good win against the Celtics today. So we'll see the Thunder lost the Wizards who that's who the Pacers play next, but yeah, it's an interesting situation. Like McDermott played today and then was in some pain again. Like say he misses more time. Their bench has already been suffering without him. They've basically been, their bench has been rolling at times when they really needed to, but like, a lot of their bench has just been like McConnell ISOs recently, you know, which is fine. He's been killing it in the mid range, but he he was exhausted today. I think that was a factor in in their bench struggles. Yeah. I guess I wonder
0: if with some of the injuries, it's more cautionary than you would be if it was like an important situation. Right. So like with the bonus, is he held an extra game or two? Cause it's like he could play, but we don't want to risk it or to McDermott kind of thing. And that, that's what I, I guess. We'll see what happens, but that's what I think. Could we start saying because there there is a realization that this team is just not going to go far in the playoffs, and you got to start thinking about next year.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they're evaluating all that. We'll see, but definitely um, definitely agree that it's something they they need to consider. Uh, yeah, we'll maybe Jakar is suspended too, right? Then they have no backup center going on, and yeah.
0: Well, they have to know, think about it. they have to think about it next year because, like I said, we're not they're not tanking like. For five years. They're they're right. they're going if they need they're trying to figure out how to rebuild as fast as possible to be good next year, basically. And the it's other good like good for that, or if
1: Go out for a while, right? Like, I think they'll keep O'Shea for the rest of the season. He's definitely earned it, he's played well, but like maybe they sniff out a backup center. Maybe they cut Keelan Martin and get a backup center. I don't think they should do that. I'm not reporting at all that they're even thinking about that. I'm just saying, like, they might have to if GoGa's out for a while and Sabonis is Like they'll have no big people. To to play, like they'll just be in a lot of trouble there, so it's gonna be fascinating to see how all these injuries stack up. Like maybe Lamb's out for a while, he was really rubbing his knee in that Sunday game a bunch. So, if
0: Lamb's out, do they need a guard then?
1: No, they'll just play here in holiday. Okay,
0: just you know, there's a guard out there basically, there's a guard sitting out there they could go get.
1: Oh, please do not make me talk about that. (laughs) I don't, I just wanted to scare you.
0: you. complain of the mic and we are now recording midnight eastern so I I just,
1: played. I rolled so hard I know I just want to I know people really want to watch him and like like who's him Tony who, who is him happy, who is him miserable for me watching him what who is him who is him who, is him? who are you referring to I'm not gonna say the name it's I'm like referring it's to like Lance Stevenson it's like Voldemort for me. <laughs> um
0: yeah I mean I, I think I think I mean with O'Shea you gotta keep seeing what you have too. I mean they they if he he so like can play some like rotation minutes or competition minutes. You got to obviously keep trying that because they're yeah. backing any, you know, young forward, essentially. Right. I mean, they've, you know, they've got two young guards and young center. And that's about it. So,
1: I mean, as I'm not counting kind of Turner as, as you like, like he's been good. He's, he's, he's been in the rotation and playing well. Like, I think that, that, that's kind of it. Right. Yeah. And you gotta, keep, but I, I gotta,
0: I mean, you gotta keep playing him those kind of minutes. It's kind of, cause like, you know, there's always some of that initial, like first games where you feel like it might just be like, a fluke versus like, was it from reality? Kind of right.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that shakes out too. So there's a lot of injuries to keep keep an eye on. Like McDermott being out could really kill their bench. The bonus being out would potentially sink their playoff hopes. Even Goga being out, they're going to have to play a bunch of Jakar and O'Shea at center. Lamb continuing to be out. They'll have to continue to play Aaron holiday, who has continued to be awful since I wrote about him. This is all my fault. Um
0: No, Tony, Tony, he was bad. He had one nice stretch, and you just happen to write during that. But he was bad before that stretch. No, yeah, I wanted to
1: cover right. a nice stretch from him. I think that's important. But he has yeah. not maintained it at all, which I wrote in the article was part of it being important. So, yeah, a lot of injuries to monitor, and, and any one guy they get back from that crew is just like massive going forward because they. I mean, the thing they about the miles, be Lamb, but yeah, and well, yeah, the thing about miles and Sabonis and Goga specifically of that crew, McDermott and Lamb are in a separate category. Is like. If they're trying to win, or they're trying to evaluate their young guys, those guys are guys you would want to play in both scenarios. So not having them really sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, they have a they have a, the the injury report tomorrow at five thirty is going to be a fascinating thing to look at.
0: Well, and the problem is too, right? They just don't have a chance to catch their breath. I mean, you're talking about they play again Wednesday. Yeah, two
1: days off after Wednesday. Finally,
0: that's like anything It's
1: like an eon in this season yeah
0: this is such i mean
1: Sham I go, season. i'm still with sean woodley the locked on raptors host who always says that but i agree well i
0: mean that's why sports across the i mean with the nfl across i feel like they've all even college basketball right and college football too have all been down or because it feels like it's it's all just a cash grab at least the nba everybody's getting paid but yeah whatever i mean professionally that at least makes some sense but yeah right. I mean, at least hopefully i'll be able to get back to a normal eight-two game season next year and have you know spaced out and starting. and they just aren't free game. agency
1: starting august 1st which means it's possible they start at the normal time we'll see
0: right because we were at we got to the point where they were doing mid-october so they're playing eight games over like six and a half months instead of like what it's gonna be five now yep. so anyways um you got you got anything else
1: no uh no i mean if they can't take advantage this week because of injuries that that totally changes the rest of their season so it's gonna be very important to see what happens
0: Yes, well, let's hope we don't have to hear Tony again this week after a game because <laughs> that means there'll be another injury or something else. Um, but he will bring you the preview of uh, the patient matchup against who are they playing Wednesday now? Under, okay, under. He'll bring you that uh, that podcast, and I will be back um, on Thursday then to discuss the breakdown of that game. Hopefully, it's a win. Tony will finish out the week with a preview of the weekend's games. As always, you can follow our podcast at Locked On Pacers, me at FreeMadam5, and Tony at T East NBA. It's all on Twitter. Uh, also, we have locker rooms, right? There'll be one this week. Tony, do you know what day you're going to do it yet, or do you not want to promise? Probably
1: Thursday. I want to wait to get some injury news for the Thunder game, and I want to wait till after the expiration of O'Shea Burse's second 10-day contract to break down either them signing him or what they can do instead.
0: Yeah, so check out that locker room. It's this wonderful audio app where you can basically, like, Tony will do probably do kind of a Q and A or uh, question answering. Maybe, maybe even we'll let you on the stage. Uh, so download that app. Uh, that is all for it is locked on Pager's Podcast. We will see you guys again tomorrow.